0: All right. <laughs> Hey, what's going on? It is episode 251 of the Hey My Man podcast. We are over the hump. This is Dave. This is Ben. I don't know where the over the hump means. I guess we're half we're more than halfway to yeah. 500 now, right? Everybody
1: looks forward to that 250 hump and then they're like, <laughs> Well, it's funny because Now we're
0: gonna hit it big. <laughs> uh my mom and 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 some other people popped up and were like, Congrats on the two fifty. It's like I to be honest with you, it's like birthdays, right? So thirty is a big birthday. Maybe thirty-five is a big birthday. Forty is yeah. a big birthday. Then you have to move to fifty,
1: then sixty. Well, if you're me, then forty's not that big.
0: Well, it, it was big for you. Other people didn't feel
1: it. was I mean, that big. I I was hoping it would be, but yeah, no, I I you, totally get that. You get what
0: I'm saying. So two fifty, it's huge. But I will say, where were you guys at one hundred? I don't remember you congratulating congratulating us. I didn't
1: get anything in the mail.
0: I think episodically, if and I could be wrong. If a TV show hits a hundred episodes, maybe it's a hundred, then they can get um, they can go into reruns or whatever. Correct?
1: I know it's around that number. I believe you if you say it. Okay. Yeah, I don't know the exact answer. I thought there was some. If it's like Mashed, I could If it's like Mashed, up. then you watch every episode twelve times except for the finale because you have some weird emotional hump you can't get over. And Mashed to, to me it.
0: is like that band that has like six songs, but they're required to play like. An hour, so they play their best two twice.
1: I understand why m- people would think that MASH is the eagles of television. I get <laughs> Not, it. You just have to understand it's like... eagles,
0: but whatever.
1: E- <laughs> you just have to understand <laughs> why I I don't even like eagles. I just have to do it. That's a thing. You could say That's it. a backup. The, the MASH is the
0: eagles. It's fine. Yeah, I, I don't, don't
1: really love watching eagles. the MASH, but... Uh, I don't like the Eagles either. Yeah, I don't know. So 251, we're over the hump. This is um, blast-off time, buddy. This is it.
0: Yeah, it's either now or never, right? Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Please. Single bathroom, right? Hmm? One commode, one sink, hallway. No shower. Work. That no, con- no, no, in an office building. You okay. go down the hall, it's a communal bathroom, right? Okay,
1: one stall. Not even, stall. not even a just, stall. Just a,
0: just a hopper and a sink. What would be a stall if
1: if more people were invited? Right. Okay.
0: You go in. We had this d- this debate at work, so I want to I want to see where you land on this. I almost you wish I worked in, where
1: you did so I could so I could weigh in on these debates.
0: You go in. uh, shut the door. You're doing your business. You didn't lock the door. Somebody else comes in behind you. Didn't see you go in. Opens mm-hmm. the door. Instinctually, the person who opens the door says, "What?
1: What do you mean? If
0: if you go, hey, I'm in here. Like the you're going to the bathroom, you're on the pot. Somebody opens the door to the hallway, which you know it's it's a single bathroom. What do you say if you're the guy on the toilet or gal?
1: Uh, ocupado. Okay, okay. I'm in, in here. here, right? Yeah, if somebody's okay. in here, or you just go like whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, the person coming in, what do they say?
1: Oh, you immediately. Back up, you mean? Oh my my bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am sorry did not Okay. Apologize. For Question for you. Yeah. Whose bad is it? Uh. Do you follow me here? Did the person that walk in have anything to impede their progress? No, they just they're going to the bathroom. Yeah, they're just going like they normally would. Yes. Well, then how could it be their fault?
0: Well, they're just someone. Going what they would normally. There, there's do. a lock on the bathroom door. Okay. I mean, every bathroom that's a communal bathroom like that in a in a business or an office or whatever has a lock. Yeah. So, why my question, or the question that was posed, is why is the person that's in the bathroom that failed to lock the door the person that goes whoa, 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 and the other person, the person that says, "I'm oh, sorry, my bad." Whose bad is it? It's really? not. It's
1: it's purely emotional muscle memory. It's not their bad at all. You okay. walked in the same way the person that's already on the pot. You walked in the same way he did. Shouldn't it be the reversed? Fact, the fact that they didn't put any kind of roadblock to slow you up makes it their bad but you're so panicked when you're on the pot <laughs> that you'll say anything like you'll talk about you'll you'll say like exorcist type stuff but you know why couldn't mean? you just say you start hey, throwing I'm sorry, I'm sorry.
0: i forgot to lock the door it just would feel too weird right if you're on the pot you should yell out my bad my bad my bad <laughs> right away yeah, yeah so we were going back and forth and and, and uh as we do normally with these debates we bring people in and we pull them and everybody seemed to be on the same page but nobody understood why or where that came from. And I think that you hit the nail on the head with the muscle memory. And I think we do that a lot of times where we instinctually apologize for things that we, ne- we don't necessarily need to apologize for or wouldn't in, an, in any other situation. Oh but dude. Yeah. 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 It's like when you're walking down the hall, you know, if you're walking in the, I, you know, if you think about how, uh um, a hallway is in your mind. You can tell you're on the right side when you're walking one way, right? And the people are walking down back the other way on the left side. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of how uh, how cars park on the street. You don't cross the street and park against traffic. You're supposed to stop and park with your car facing the same way traffic is. And the reason is when you turn your headlights on at nighttime, you don't have to cross traffic and and Oh. Put your headlights on. I wish I had thought of that vehicle. when I
1: park incorrectly in front of your house every <laughs> but single time. Do you geez. realize? That's yeah, why I yeah, yeah, do. Yeah. It. Well, so I just thought it was a danger to be in oncoming traffic having to cross.
0: It sure is. But it's even more so at nighttime when you turn your lights on because automatically your your lights, when your car turns on, are going to be in oncoming traffic if there is a car. Which is why on. I
1: drive with my lights off the first few <laughs> minutes just in case I come across somebody.
0: So with that being said. The first part of that argument, we're in agreement with, right? So the first part of the argument is if you're the person that walks in the bathroom, it's your responsibility to lock the door. It is not that other person's responsibility that comes behind you and opens the unlocked door unassuming to apologize to you, the person who failed
1: to do their job. That much is clear. It is 100% up to you because the other person doesn't care one bit if they intrude on you. They don't know that you're there. It's, that's it's not about them. not they caring. They have yeah, that's, they have. They have no care in the world. They They're have, just going to do what they got. They do. have
0: every reason that they have every reason to believe you're not in there because the door handle turned and it. And they were able to push the door. I would
1: almost argue if someone does that, then you're free to do the thing where people like wet paper towel and chuck it in <laughs> the stall or doing. You anything. have to it, come, it come past to the
0: sink though. It'd be too. That's too weird. Because no sink is mounted on the side of the, of the yeah, door. Well, if
1: there's no, like, stall at all, you're yes. talking about, like, no walls whatsoever. Nope. I'd what, said, so just after?
0: a hopper and a sink. Yeah, no,
1: that's. Well, then you're super close proximity, too. Yeah, well. Okay, then the chest kick. Like a front kick. <laughs> you, like, remember I, in 300 when he kicked that guy in the well? Like, if I walk in and someone goes, dude, I forgot to lock it, and I go, this is the. Sparta. Yeah, but then I mean, you say commode or something right. like that, and you just chest
0: kick them. Right. Makes yeah. sense. You drop their ass down the well, dude. You know what else I don't apologize for?
1: stuff i didn't do i mean do. how long's time you got?
0: stuff i didn't do yeah i'm sure. done i'm done apologizing i well i've done apologizing for it a long time ago but no. we 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 talk about this often and but this is something we got to work toward this is a perfect time uh in history and you know if you reflect on it social media is still very very young mm-hmm. as far as the the timeline of human existence this whole
1: experiment of knowing each other's thoughts intimately is new so I I told you
0: I I, uh, I tuned out a long time ago and and I actually activated our our Twitter account I I got back in for a minute um, just to see what was going on and I realized oh there I still have I don't know a handful of followers and. I realized yeah. that people were trying to contact me on Twitter uh, for months, N- not
1: with anything major, Twitter's but just tough.
0: talking about the podcast or whatever, and I wasn't there to respond. Didn't isn't it st-
1: weird that- the, Didn't stop them. They still continue Isn't to- it weird that that's the one that the president uses exclusively, yeah. and it's still not like bigger? Like I mean, it does trend, but everything on, tw- everything on Twitter is one. such a drop in a bucket, because it's like, who cares? At this point. I think th-
0: the the problem is because it doesn't read in sequential order. It's it's still very hard for people to understand that aren't
1: using it. I still hear it. that. I was showing that to my wife, my wife earlier on the phone. She was like, so what's a thread look like? Because I was replying to one of my buddies or something. And I was like laughing about something. And she's like, so wait, he said that to you? And I was like, yeah, well, you have to go back to the original tweet yeah. and show the thread. She's like, so what? But like it goes up. Like, who was the first one? Like, who where, did you start this? And I was just like, I don't. I didn't know what to Nobody it was can so really hard. tell at this point. It I get it just because like it's like say you learn Japanese first. Right. Like that's like the I didn't yeah. I had I had Twitter before Facebook, right? So I was just like, this is normal to me. You know what I mean? Facebook yeah. is more streamlined though.
0: Well that and that's why like if you if you even try to break into Reddit, I mean I don't even know how Dude, to I got the app, it. but I
1: just haven't had the balls to start. Yeah, I'm like, it's I just don't too much. Know. So uh I'm, dude I'm like 40 now. What do you but, want to get on red and talk about skateboard grip tape? <laughs>
0: but now more more than ever <laughs> uh people are um what do you call it virtue signaling every dude. single yeah, with their dude. pictures and their words and their comments and their their short videos of that are from full length videos but they decide to crop out this part of it mm. and use this or headlines that they pass on without actually reading the articles I wish we still because had they're sound sensationalized
1: because I would just be like dude play the applause noise <laughs> and just play it hey everybody that was like listen you know what sucks you guys racism it's stupid I just like play the applause button there you go you're so brave for I doing think, it. You're I think so
0: brave. Even racist people understand that racism sucks. Dude, even racist, they know it sucks. They're yeah. just like,
1: Bro, this is what I'm like into. I'm waiting to get out of it. I haven't finished American if, history yet. I don't know how it ends. If, but I I feel like I'm gonna stop being a Nazi any minute now.
0: The term racism, if you asked a person who was say, who could tell you, Yes, I am racist, if you asked that person like, Do you think racism's good? they'd go, No, it's not good. I, I truly feel that way. But like you said, they'd go <laughs> like yeah. But you know what You know what else isn't good? O'Grat uh, potatoes. Yeah. But I like
1: those, too. Yeah, kale. <laughs> you
0: know? It is my thing. <laughs> I, I like kale, but... I guess it's like sort of being... It's like that like punk rock attitude. Like, everybody else is doing the non-racist thing, so I guess I'll just do the racist yeah, thing, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Everyone's hugging. <laughs> Somebody's got to wear this weird uniform.
0: I always tell my kid, there can never be a superhero <laughs> without a supervillain. It wouldn't make sense to have... Right. That's why you don't see Superman fighting normal... Human bad guys because it just wouldn't be that interesting, right? Yeah. So you have to have an equivalent, and Lex Luthor, although is a mental equivalent, he made a suit that was able to fight Superman, or he found uh, kryptonite, which was his brain said, "Hey, if you find this, this will make him more human and able to be beaten." All that good stuff. Gene Hackman was really smart. You could even see his his hair fell out; he was so smart, super big brain. Uh, But ultimately, without delving too deep into it. I was, we were talking about it right before we turned on the microphones again. And it's just just impossible.
1: We tried hard to avoid it, to be fair. It's super hard.
0: I talked about this to Ben um, during the week. We actually had a conversation uh, during the week when we weren't (laughs) podcasting. And I said, Hey, you know, I don't know how we circumnavigate around what's happening in the world. Um, I really don't want to talk about it, but we do have a platform. And I know people are like, how do these guys continue to absolutely act like the world does not exist outside of, you know, complaining about their wives and kids Hmm. and then their wives again. And it's my true feeling on this whole thing is, is I don't have anything more interesting, more articulate to say than any other person on the matter. We're all saying the same thing. So what really Why, you know what I mean? Why waste any intellectual property? And I hate calling the podcast, our podcast, intellectual property
1: or time. You didn't say in demand, high value, intellectual property. (laughs) I'm just saying, (laughs) I I don't have any, it may be a shack in black Oak, but property. Nonetheless, I don't have
0: anything to say other than what you're all saying. It's just you guys, people have chosen to draw political sides and take these smaller sections of arguments mm-hmm. and go, yeah, but this. But if you say this, you're marginalizing this. And if you go this route, what you're saying is this isn't important. And this can't happen until this happens. And I, I just agree to disagree to agree. I don't know what to tell you. One more, one more lap on that.
1: <laughs> you agree to I agree disagree. to disagree
0: um, to agree. I agree with everybody. Um, I also disagree with the idea that or I agree with the idea that everything uh, there needs to be a lot of reform but see, and change you, I also agree with that nothing that anybody says nothing that anybody uh, it, we will all have forgotten about this unfortunately in in a month from now and we'll be on to the the next murder hornet slash whatever as a collective as a collective, yes. Mm-hmm. There are people that are doing great things and there's yeah. people that are protesting, which is great. Like
1: the dummy who argues everything. Well, not everybody. Yeah. Right? That argument? Yes. I just feel like that needs to be said because people are going to go, I didn't forget about Of course. But you're saying like, as I feel like I always joke about people like on Mount Pius, but stuff that's this big, you have to climb a mountain and look at it from above. Like you have to big picture it, but it's and ver- it's really hard because you're emotional, right? Yes. And, and how many sound decisions get made when you're super emotional? You know what I mean? Almost none, right? So like you have to climb away from it and look down on it and go, okay, big picture, there's stuff that's emotional and there's things that hurt and there's things that make you angry and sad and mad and whatever, but that doesn't move the needle. That doesn't help. So like you have to look at it from further away and from a bigger picture and I feel like that's kind of what you're saying, as far as like when you go, nobody will think about this in a month. Yet yeah, individual people will, but as a whole, you honest, you're right. People will be mad about Amy Schumer making a vagina gone. joke. The passion will be gone. Yeah. So, the... and that's why I say like shit based on emotions will be gone. So you'll still have the facts will remain, but the emotion will be less. Well,
0: I'm glad you brought that up because this is the way I view facts. Facts like statistics, uh, mathematics. Mathematics is like one of these sciences that everybody knows. It's perfect because you can you can you can solve mathematics the other way, right? You could show your work yes. and say, but but the problem Fact is, factories. If you so, will, so so when you have quote unquote facts, people take those facts and they use them to to line up their own stories, their own narratives, yeah. and create what they want. And then they produce those same facts in the fashion they want in this, you know, uh, uh, TV dinner. The way they want it produced. I know that's a, that's a weird analogy, um, but but my no, point, I kind
1: of like it because it's quick and cheap, and it doesn't do any good for you.
0: And it and it's disposable, right? So uh, <laughs> yeah. it may you may not even cook it. Correctly. And it wasn't hard half to of make. Half of it's cold, half of it's hot. Uh, and but was no impressed is that you did it. You got it done as quickly as possible, <laughs> just like <laughs> right. with everything else. Hey, we want to get the information quick. Yes. We're not really sure if it's accurate. We want to get it out there and everybody's going to turn around a week or two later and find out more information and go, well, wait a second. Maybe we went a little hard on that because we didn't know all the information. But you know, it doesn't even matter uh, really when you go back on it because people have dug in so deep, 80% of those people will still say, yeah, but I've already chosen that this is wrong, and I went so hard at it, it really looked bad on me if I went back the other way or I considered some other possibility, even in lieu of new facts that came out. So yeah. I'm still going to go with what I said, and I'm still going to say it's an atrocity and it shouldn't have happened, and that's yeah. that.
1: It's the really long-term version of yeah, but still. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah, but still. Like, okay, they photo- they photocopied Trump's photo. Yeah, but still. You, but still, he's a you, dick. And you. it's like, you're right, and it was photoshopped. You know what I'm saying? Like on, so, it, it, On
0: all social media, you'll see people starting out, white people especially, for just for this argument, will say... Listen, I'm just going to say this right off the bat. I'm white, and I don't know what it's like to be black. Okay? Yep.
1: But if you're not... Yeah, you know what would be awesome is if you went, hey, dude, listen, I'm going to post this as a white guy. First of all, I totally get it. I was... If you stop reading after this point. I know what it's like to be black. Like, if you hammered... (laughs) Like
0: When people say that, I go, yeah, no shit, dude. Of course. This this just comes from a... I believe a a place of (laughs) like, of course, right? Stuff like that. So you go, if you've never been a policeman, you can't speak for how a policeman feels, how a policeman, uh, uh, looks at something and what goes on in their mind. In the same respect, you can't, a policeman who's not a white female can't assume how a white female feels. A white female can't assume to know a middle-class white female can't assume to know what it's like to be, a black female that's impoverished, a rich black female who's never come from poverty, won't know what it's like to be a poor white. So we're we're all, we all live our own individual lives and have our own individual experiences. So whether it's your job, your religion, every single person is like an individual snowflake, right? We all have our own upbringings. We have our own things that happen to us in lives. So that's why I say it's just crazy for anybody. And this is just obvious talk. Nobody can say all this, all that, all these people, right, all people right, who are right. this religion, all people who do this, there's, uh, th- this yeah, whole industry is this way. Yeah. This whole industry is that way. Um, so that's, that's why I stay away from posting and I stay away from even adding to other people's posts.
1: So why, why do you think, cause I got a couple of theories, but why do you think people feel, and I'm not exempt from this cause I do it too. I try to discipline myself. Not where you're at, we talked about that earlier, but um why do you think people feel compelled to engage or offer their um offer up their I don't know efforts, their Be- mental efforts, their 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 social media like like why do you think that someone who lives in I don't know, Lowell, what's is there a smaller city by Lowell? Someone that lives in Lowell will voice their opinion adamantly one way or another. another. Um, why do you think that they feel propelled to do that?
0: I think that it's human to be sympathetic and empathetic at the, at the very base level. Yeah, okay. So people want to say, I hear what you're saying, or my my feeling is that everybody feel, especially now with social media, because you have... You're gonna get a reaction, whether people are gonna give you the the thumbs up, the thumbs down, the smiley face, the frown face, the crying smiley face. Yeah, you get to uh, you get a little bit of skin in the game, and you get to get a reaction, and you get to feel like you were part of something. It's like even if you weren't a, a, a fan of the Cubs and the Cubs win the World Series, and you just go, well, hell, I'm gonna head up to Wrigleyville because the Cubs. When's the last time the Cubs won a World Series? Okay, I, I was there. Yeah, I was part yeah. of it. I had a stake in it. I had a say in it. I had an opinion. Everybody has an opinion on everything. Right? So
1: is this a lot of shadings of narcissism in itself? For sure. Yeah. You know, I think people
0: want to get right out in front of it and be like, look, I understand. I see where you're coming
1: from. I'm also down with the cause, but, and the people signaling the hardest for right or left are the ones that are definitely going this, 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 strikes a little close to home to me in one way or another. If you're virtue signaling, then you go like, I really empathize a lot and I want people to know that this is not me. You're mad at white people, you're mad at police, or you're mad at politicians. This is not me. So you want people to know it's not you so you get out in front of it. But isn't that in a part... Like, why don't our parents do that? Right? Besides the fact that they can't use smartphones is great, although your mom can. Like... I think the reason that the older generation doesn't do it as much, technology aside, is that I don't think they have that heavy a dose of narcissism. They kind of watch and say, this is the news, and wow, that's really crazy, and I hope everybody's okay, but they don't go, what do people think about me as relating to this? You know what I'm saying? Like, my father-in-law, he doesn't have Facebook, or now he does maybe, I'm not sure, my mom does, who knows, we're not sure. But like, they are not tempted to go, hey, listen, I read this article and 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 a lot of white people feel this way or did you know this happened to, to the minorities? They don't feel that way because they watch and just sort of view it and go, wow, the world's crazy. Our generation, the one slightly after us, the ones before us for sure, see it and they go, how is this about me? Well, here's the difference. You know what
0: I mean? Sit with me on this for a second. When, when, when I remember growing up, uh, my mom was, on the phone all the time, gabbing with her friends or was at the you know, in her bowling league or the PTA or whatever. No,
1: they were under those things where you get perms. You know where <laughs> yeah. you put those well, like cones on your
0: head? They, the the blower dryers? And my dad was at his job and there were people that used to hang out at his shop and talk and the BS Watacoola. about whatever. So I I I'm going to say I'm gonna call not bullshit, but I'm gonna say you're wrong in that they didn't have the same megaphone. They, so we talked about that before they punched themselves Remember? out because let's just say, for example, my dad's at at his shop, he was a mechanic, and, like I said, there's like these the 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 near duels who would come in and sit on the couch in there, not getting any work done, but like they had nothing better to do, maybe they were retired, maybe they
1: whatever no, they uh, come in and kick it though yeah, for sure. they kick
0: it, so he's in there, and he, the first guy that comes in he's let's just say he's complaining that at uh the Bears uh, picked up a quarterback that's that's not doing too well, right? Yeah. And he yeah. hits all the talking points that Yeah, he, sure he can catch, he, but can he block for a he, shit? He heard on Mike and Mike in the morning that no more than him, mm-hmm. he's driving into work, he hears and he goes, yeah, Mike and Mike, they're right about yeah. that. So now he has something to say. Somebody comes into the shop, they sit down on the couch. He reflects – what he heard from all their talking points, right? Yeah. So he exhausts that. They get into a back and forth. He really ha- he can't really argue back because he only is he- he's only stocked with the he arguments. He only heard a couple calls. Mike and it's Mike- a limited scope. Right. Mike and Mike only gave him so much ammo. It's a very limited scope. Yeah, that yeah. guy gets up. He's done for the day. He leaves. Next guy comes in. Mike and Mike conversation again. Maybe my dad has some new talking points because the guy he was talking to threw some other things out there. But two or three people in, you're tired of telling the story. You're, you're tired of going over it again. It's just sort of, it's seen better days already. It's over and you're on to the next. But you're not tired online of but doing the it? But the problem with social media is you just get to post it once and thousands of people, everybody, 500 of but your friends. But you're checking the comments you're,
1: and you're fighting with them too?
0: Because you can go about your other business and then when you're you know like, hey, I'm gonna, every couple minutes I'm going to check my phone. Hey, here's five or six people that have added the conversation. Yeah. You're not, you're not mentally battling it out nonstop it'd be like you know going into a fight like a ufc fight and fighting three five minute rounds or you know three 12 or or 12 three minute rounds in boxing okay you have the ability to take take a seat and have somebody you know fan you off with a rag and give you a spit bucket while you do some other things Mm -hmm. and other people add to your arguments see the problem is if i'm arguing with you and we're in a vacuum i only got so far i can go right I only have so many talking points. But when you go on this scale of Facebook and Aunt Jenny's popping in and then Pil- uh, Bill from down the street's got his two cents in, now the argument, there's more points coming in. There and you're going, yeah, I like what he says. I don't like what she says. Now we're together against her. He's going to take the lead for a bit. He's going to come up with some things. Yeah. The argument tends to ha- it, you have breathed life into this entire thread. Yeah. It's not just a one-on-one. And I think that we punch ourselves out when we have a one-on-one conversation to where it's like, if I talk to you about it for an hour, I'm not going to hang up the phone with you and call another buddy and have the same conversation. It's sort of, yeah. it's, it's run its course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the amplification of social media and how easy it is to share your one story in a, you know, one button push to 20 people and then have all 20 of those people reacting on, at their own pace throughout the day. And maybe the next day you're like, Oh shit, somebody else commented. I forgot I even, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah. Um, so that's, so my- I tend to knee jerk reaction. I tend to immediately start judging the people that are over communicating. The people that are over sharing, the people that are over apologizing, the people that are trying to overtly convince me they're not racist. You know what I mean? But I do that for everything. The people that are extra, I like balance. I like balance. I don't see a lot of it. So I like it. So I don't know man what why would you be
0: well, okay but if you're on Facebook why would you have to tell your Facebook friends that you're not racist you don't subscribe to racist ideas you won't you don't want to be friends with racist people shouldn't you already I mean the people on your Facebook should reflect for the most part your Ideology and who you are, right? Because the, the, your friends should reflect where you're coming from. Now, well, that's we what I'm all have to get that uncle, to. and we all have that friend, and <clears> we all have that one guy that. Oh, yeah, we gonna, all got a Lou ah, Dombrowski. Yeah, it's Lou, and that's yeah. just the way Lou is. But we also know that deep in his heart of hearts, even Lou is just a big mouth. Yeah. Really, how many people? Lou's do just you, trying to be cool. How many people in your life, regardless of what's been said? How many people in your life would you say that have touched your life that you even come across in life that you would consider an out and out racist
1: who wouldn't I grew, help up, a person, I grew up in Hessville, so five to ten.
0: See, honestly, that honestly that, that, that wouldn't help a Hispanic person, a black person in need. Uh, well, then know,
1: now you're talking different levels. That's of what racism. I'm talking about. But I'm talking what about you talking people about? that overtly were like, I don't care for these people uh, uh, gotcha. at all. Uh, so, in Hasfield so, five to 10, but you're talking about, so maybe they have some prejudices there, or they, dude, they, they, but listen dude, I spent 20 years there and I talked to everybody and I party with a lot of people five to 10 throughout there is not that an appalling number. It's not great, but dude, I, I hung up with thousands of people, right? Right. Hundreds. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. So if you run into a handful of weirdos and most of them were older guys, like now they're too old, so don't worry about it. Right. <laughs> but like, I don't think that's a crazy, it's not a, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, here I got to do that dumb thing. Not everybody. Yes, the number would be zero. would be great. But it's not zero. I knew a handful of people that were like, yeah, um, I tell a bunch of racist jokes. I I don't care for them. I make fun of them. So by all most normal turns, you consider that person racist. However, uh, the number's not so staggering that I couldn't also, like, go on not being a racist. Like, it didn't affect, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. it didn't, they, they didn't. They didn't turn me to the dark side. I'm good, and I would always give them crap about it. Or, or if they were super overt about it, there was one tow choke driver that was, like, preparing for Armageddon. I just avoided him, and or, that's really what you do, right? You just yeah, you I just, just go. That guy's gonna be weird. He's gonna be old. He's gonna he's going to line his apartment with sheet metal, like he told <laughs> me he would. He's gonna line oh floors to end walls, and he's gonna get automatic weapons. Now that guy is going to get old. He's going to line his apartment with sheet metal. I said apartment, by the way, not a house, so you can see how well he's doing in the world. Um, he's going to line his apartment with sheet metal, and he's going to be there. He's going to end up eating those TV dinners we talked about earlier, and he's just going to die. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then there will be like four to nine of them that I knew. You know what I'm saying? It's not – it's not. I
0: guess, you know, if, if, I, I always think of the movie Bronx Tale where they're you know they're in this Italian neighborhood in the Bronx, right? everyone's in in the neighborhood is Italian. There's really nobody but these guys. Yeah. And there's like a, a, uh, an issue where there's like a couple blocks away. There is a black community or neighborhood. And if you've seen the movie, there's, there becomes an issue between the Italian neighborhood and the black neighborhood. But, uh, one of the Italian boys falls in love with one of the black girls from that neighborhood. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, some madness ensues. It gets a little crazy, Good movie. but, but, I often think about the fact that if you look at those, I guess those movies or those times, the way that these kids talked to each other or they talked as like 15, 16-year-old boys, it, it meant nothing. Like I had a pretty, I mean, although they were all white, most of my friends growing up, you know, some were Irish, some were Jewish, some were, uh, which is a religion, but trust me. they culture, but, for sure, but, right? But, I but, mean- but they, I am Italian. Okay, but the Italian kids would be like, "Nah, you're you're Jewish," so that. But but I I never
1: we well, made, there's we a made Jewish culture we for made, sure right I mean yeah but that not...
0: but but that's I'm also I'm just as Italian as some of these guys were right my mom's side of the family is Italian so mm-hmm. but that what my point is is that we busted the guy's balls that was Irish for being Irish mm-hmm. we busted the guy's balls that was Italian for being Italian but never with any
1: malice. I so, understand that so, we're all
0: white but the fact is if there there, there were definitely black kids but you kids found minute had, differences because you didn't have any stark differences Hispanic friends that came in and out of the group or that were like kind of outliers but would hang out with us sometimes right. and they'd get it too and it, it was just like I, I heard somebody on the internet was, was talking about like you know you know what was great Archie Bunker was great Fred Sanford oh my god Fred Sanford yeah, a huge yeah. racist right George Jefferson a huge racist but the benefit was is that we all watched those people on TV, the generation prior to us and yeah. us and reruns, right? Yeah. And we all went... Oh, I love all the We we all, we all laughed at Archie Bunker's racism and we laughed at George Jefferson's racism and we recognized them both as being ignorant bigots. But
1: we also, we laughed with those people. But those characters shown a spotlight on the silliness of what they thought. But you know the, what I mean? The character, like, didn't, when the character be... didn't
0: break character. It wasn't like at, at the end of... Uh, you know, a uh, All in the Family episode like a yeah, but it wasn't like it a Brady in... Bunch where where all of a sudden Edith came in and told Archie like come on now Archie and Archie's mm-hmm. like you know what you're right that didn't happen yeah. Archie stayed Archie <laughs> right yeah yeah and he didn't... because real life Archies do stay real life and he me. didn't like Michael which was his daughter's boyfriend he was a communist yeah he was like you're a liberal pinko communist yeah. and he didn't like Archie because Archie was a staunch Republican white you know middle class blue collar just loud mouth
1: yeah, Pol- and then,
0: oh, was he polack yeah michael was not archie i don't know because no, he called no. him
1: yeah yeah because he did call me and had a
0: Pollock, yeah so he, he was polish i don't know what uh just archie a probably english irish you know yeah, hillbilly yeah, yeah, yeah but but the fact it's just is a new york blend of white guy but the fact is nobody watches archie and goes like oh yeah i well i can't say nobody But the the point was, is why it didn't work because back then there was racist TV executives who were like,
1: "Let's put a racist show on." It's satire, right? Yeah, that's why it worked because you saw him and you go, "It's funny because he's silly." And why is he silly? Because his
0: opinions are silly. Same reason Dave Chappelle is funny, right? So some people could watch Dave Chappelle and go, "Yeah, they don't think he hates white people." Does Does Dave Chappelle hate black people? Does Dave Chappelle hate white people? Right. Does, are you ignorant? Are you? Idiot? <laughs> right. I mean,
1: to me, those like when he did the racial draft, everybody got to laugh. We all went, "Oh yeah, I guess it is kind of funny." Or, that Or uh, the, the Black
0: Klansman. He has a bit for anybody who doesn't know. He is uh, he's, he's oh a black. <laughs> What's char- his name, dude? I, I, look it up while I'm. Like, like, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. He so the bit is uh, Dave Chappelle plays a black man. Uh, who's blind and doesn't know that he's black and is a, a white supremacist.
1: It's so funny.
0: And it's the most absurd thing. I mean, thing. I guess I'm allowed to laugh
1: at it. I don't it's know the, the most absurd
0: one. thing in the world. I thought it was funny. But the whole point is it's supposed to be absurd. Uh, I, 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 Clayton Bigsby, yeah, Clayton... the world's only black white supremacist. So at one point, you know, he's at a white supremacy rally at a at a Klan rally, and the 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 rest of the Klansmen are like they've never seen him because his oh, dude, his quote unquote so funny. his quote unquote handler he's a blind guy and the guy who helps him <laughs> knows that he's black but never told him, and he knows that if he takes the Klan robe off in front of all these white people, they're gonna find out he's black. But his
1: words in the book were so influential; right. and he had to keep writing. So, at, <laughs> so at, you know the the point is, and
0: I, I'm yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna burn the lead here, but he takes he's at a Klan rally and they're like. We want you to take, we want to see what you look like. And he takes yeah. off the hood and he's, he's black he goes, and all. He goes, Yeah, Y'all want to see my face. <laughs> so my point is, is, and this is truly how I feel. We, in, in this, this COVID-19 situation, obviously these co- comedians are not able to get out and do comedy. Yeah.
1: They're Back not, when that was a real thing.
0: They're not able to perform. They're not able to, to, uh, to draw audiences or do what they do. Um, I truly believe that this is what saves the country. People like Bill Burr, people like Louie, people like Dave Chappelle. I'm not leaving. Yeah. I'm not picking any specific people. I'm just saying the names of the guys I like. And they're like the, the few names. people that are Sebastian,
1: be- you know, wh- whoever. But they're the few people that are able to have liberty to speak about it and go, he's kidding, though, so we don't have to get that mad. Like you have they're to have all s- kidding. Yeah, but you have to have so yeah, much the credibility, you're
0: right? Well people just have to trust your instincts like as
1: a comedian, right? right? So even That's why if- I feel like I would get in trouble cuz I'm like I've, I've never been racist, but I was like worried that I'll say something on the podcast that will bite me because I'm like no you don't understand like I'm not even kind of. So right. like if I say anything I'm just joking. Um right. but context is a motherfucker, man. So Ultimately, you know, people have been
0: begging and pleading and there's this whole like is Eddie Murphy coming back? Is Eddie Murphy, you know, the word around town was as he was like working some stuff out and mm. he was going to do a special and you know, then it was like well, is he going to be good? Is he going to be bad? It doesn't matter. The bottom line is people like Chris Rock, people like Eddie Murphy, people like uh George Carlin, those people um that pushed that I miss George
1: I miss George Carlin so bad, dude. I think Probably four times a day, I think to myself, what would he be doing? What would right George now? be doing? God, what would he be doing? He was like, that dude was literally like my my uh, intellectual like lighthouse. <laughs> I'm just like this stupid boat out in a dumb sea. And I'm like, I don't like anything I see around me. None of these boats look like me. And George Carlin, I would see his beam of light and I would go, now that makes sense. I'll I'll go to that. Like well, I swear to god, I had I had a good good friend of mine, a real good friend of mine. He goes, "Dude, I I don't get it. George Carlin has never like really made me laugh." I go, "I don't care, that's not the point. George Carlin's stuff is past just laugh. He's like a super funny college professor that's just teaching you about life." I
0: feel the same way about Lenny Bruce. It's a little bit harder because it's, it's dated some of the stuff. Doesn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't a, travel a generational well. thing. But if you listen to like the Carnegie Hall stuff, if you can, if you can get past the, the time and place part of it, you can tell he's got a similar affect. Well, you, you understand that it's just social commentary. So I always, I, me and my son talk about a Carlin all the time. And we're like, how does somebody go up there? And I don't know, maybe he, maybe he did mess a couple lines up. You'd never know it, dude.
2: He's like, he read a book.
0: It's like he just is so intellectually superior to everyone. He's off the cuff, and it seems so natural. And, uh, you know, I just feel like there's there's those kind of people that we trust to just say, hey, we're going to put our swords down for an hour. We're going to watch this dude live or on HBO or whatnot. We're going to forget that he's black and I'm white, and we're going to forget that what he's saying is maybe incendiary for some people, or if I was around other people and they saw me laugh at this, they might not be okay with me laughing at it. Um But I have the right for one hour to just go like, Hey, I'm going to laugh at, at the hypocrisy of all of it. It's either funny or it's not funny. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah. but I give everything a pass as far as whatever you put between these two bookends of this hour comedy special or whatever it is, Everything's up for grabs, and that's yeah. just how it has to be. Yeah. And I don't understand people that can watch a comedy special or, you know, something like that, and and be offended by something that's clearly an attempt at humor. The person you're att- watching
1: Brendan Schaub's special, then you're like, okay, <laughs> I'm just well, mad as a person who likes funny stuff.
0: The, the my my <laughs> point, kidding. I tried. I did like twelve minutes. I was like, what, dude? My point is, uh, I when I went and saw Nick DiPaolo the last time, clearly like one of the guys doing the conservative thing. Oh, is he left or right? I couldn't tell. Goes out of his way to really piss people off or say things and once he realizes somebody in the crowd gives him a reaction, he goes in, you know, like a shark after and he'll yeah. he goes right at you, but the point is I don't think he he wants you to leave the club feeling that you didn't enjoy yourself or that he hates you or that he humiliated you. I think when he, in his mind, uh, and I hate to speak for him, but from what I get from it is he's trying to make you look at how absurd you're being for being upset about a, pr- a joke premise or, uh, you know what I mean? Sure, sure. So to spin this all the way yeah, back to around, come back I we digressed home. majorly. My point was, I just feel like the podcast, I and I went back round and round. I was like, hey, should we talk about specifically what's going on, how we feel about what's going on? And I said, yes. And then when we sat down to podcast, I was like, I mean, I don't ever want to do anything that's not comfortable for me to do or what doesn't feel natural. And this isn't that show. This just isn't for me that I don't want to talk about politics. You know why? It doesn't interest me. It's not funny and it's not interesting. So let somebody else do that. Just the same reason I don't post rants. I may forward something or share something that someone else said, but I'm surely not going to sit there and say... You know, I feel like if I sit on my hands on this, I'll never forgive myself. So here's my two cents. No, I don't
1: have that. All I do is I constantly hope, I constantly hope in vain for a smarter way to deliberate this, like to to discuss it. Every time something like this comes up, I just go, man, wouldn't it be cool? And I, I posted something on Facebook or whatever. I just go, wouldn't it be cool if you had a few Black Lives Matters? a few uh, Brandon Tatums or Larry Elders or whoever, a few um, street cops that have five to 15 years on. They can't be admin. They got to be like street level, a white dude and a black dude, right? Wouldn't it be cool if you had a a few of them and then you had, I don't know, Antifa, whoever, just the, the main people that are involved in all this nonsense, if you had them in a Joe Rogan style table and these people had no audience and nobody to soundbite to and nobody to go like, Like, cause you know, like everyone, what you mean by Joe Rogan table is you mean a long form. I mean like a three hour discussion where people, however long, however long it takes six hours. I don't care. But a discussion where people talk about stuff and there's no crowd to, to get the got Like you got to take the gotcha moment out. That's what kills it. Everybody goes like, I want to truncate this into some short, non-nuanced, like picture this when Trump does this. And then this guy does like these dumb memes that are so um, disingenuous, all of them left and right, both sides. They're so disingenuous. They're just trying to show how right they are. And, and you will show your ass if you're dumb and your point isn't valid, you'll show your ass in a three hour conversation at a round table yeah, every time, especially if you invite intelligent people to this conversation. So I just dream that something like that would happen. And that, These these matters would get hashed out in an adult, long form way. And even the smartest people on whatever, if you're an elephants fan or a donkeys fan or whatever the fan you are, like if smart people on each side engage in conversation long enough, I feel like each person will go like, "All right, that's a fair point." Like, but and they would they would talk about it like adults. Remember when they did that? That's all I ever want, dude. Every time, like Michael Ferguson, this Eric Garner. All I ever want is smart people His at a table. His name is Michael
0: Brown. He was from Ferguson. What did I say? Michael Ferguson? Yeah. I
1: hope you can edit that out. <laughs> all, I is smart pe- <laughs> all I ever want is smart people to discuss it. You don't calling this episode Michael Ferguson, right? Dude, you should. <laughs> no. You not drink not. a bunch of space dust and then talk politics. So all I ever want is a bunch of smart people to discuss it at a table, like rationally. And it never ever happens because it's not a good photo op and there's just nothing in it for any side other than a real solution, which I don't feel like anybody wants.
0: Well, I think... At, so I'm super at the, cynical about the, end the human of the race day, in that way. You look at a person, like we were talking earlier, like Candace Owens, where she, if you wanted to argue with her, she's super smart, articulate. She's like uh, a I,
1: Shapiro. It's like what she does. And he, he's yeah, another
0: yeah. great person. Uh, so you, let's just say those two people are having a conversation. Those two people aren't worried about fighting the battle they're always worried about winning the war so it's like i'll fight the battle but then i'm going to pull back and say so that one thing shows you how i'm ultimately correct and that's the problem. So what maybe needs to happen is you say, like this small piece of the puzzle we're going to talk about today, not how it affects the larger scope of things and how that means this and how that leads to this. And then ultimately we have systemic racism because this, because people didn't have chances because the upper yeah. class and the 1% and the lower class, and it's not racism, it's classism, all that. What, I mean, we, they could be debating you know, just one small segment of it and say, Here, we're, we don't want a winner. There will be no winner here.
1: No, well, oh, it's try- just a discussion, not a winner. A De- discussion. We're trying,
0: Yeah, it's not counterpoint. Point. Counterpoint. Twitter and Facebook
1: and Snapchat, that's all winner shit. I want like a oh, real yeah. discussion.
0: Yeah, it's drawing the line and saying, you're wrong, I'm right. But uh, uh, really, how about at the end, people come together and they go, well, I see where you're coming from. That's yeah. it. Not, I see where you're coming from, I still agree to disagree, or I see where you're coming from, now I agree with you, because you don't need to pander either.
1: Dude, did you ever see Joyner Lucas's video, that I'm not racist video? Did you ever watch that? I don't know that. Mario Joyner? <clears throat> yeah, he's good, too. And so is George Lucas. Okay. Um, Joyner Lucas is a is a, a rapper. He's half black, half white. He made a video called I'm Not Racist. I think it's got like eight but' Is it like videos. a weird owl? Yeah, it's less perm and... and As a matter of fact, there's only one... Well, there's a white guy in it, to be fair. No, but it's called Jordan Lucas, I'm Not Racist. and It's been viewed a kajillion times. He does a rap where he kind of talks about... He did it, like, I don't know, a few years ago. Three or four years ago. And it's got a... In the video, he does... He raps both sides. He raps from a white dude's perspective, like a Make America Great Again guy. And then he raps from a totally fucking, like, I'm a black man in America side. In the video, he's got the lip sync it essentially. There's a white dude and a black dude at a table. He does a really good job of laying out both arguments. And this is the same dude writing the same song. He's just going, look, this is what these people think. This is how they feel. He's not saying he feels that way. He's going, this is what they think. And then he does both sides. It's so powerful, man. It's so good. Because you'll watch one and you'll go, that guy's kind of a dick. But, I mean, I hear what he's saying. And the next guy... The, the, I think it's a younger black male that like does a rebuttal. He does the second verse and you go, yeah, I mean, fair point, dude. You know what I mean? And it's, it's so dumb that it's hip hop's responsibility, but that's one of the only portrayals I've seen where anyone said you both like have decent points and you need to like, you need to work this out. Someone else besides human need, humans need to like vet this out almost, you know what I'm saying? Like you have to be like an impartial party. Well, I wonder if you did
0: like weird science, right? So they took a magazine and they put big boobs, dude. And if we big got lips, like a fake hot it? and they to put a it? bunch of different. No, hold on. They put okay. that. I like that idea too. All right. okay. But they put a bunch of different body parts of the perfect woman together, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And they put it in. They hooked it up to Wyatt's computer. And they were able to, with bras on their heads, create the perfect woman through this com- this yeah. computer program. She the was computer nice. was so powerful, and they used the power of heaven and a lightning bolt to yeah. create this woman.
1: Oh, Wyatt figured it out. Why
0: couldn't you take the same statistics, articles, feelings, points, uh, counterpoints, put them all into a computer, and go, who's right? This is all the information we got. Let's see. Let's shake it up to an objective computer, just points, counterpoints, pictures of good-looking black chicks, hot white dudes, whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, ev- the first everybody's one. best, right? And <laughs> yeah, we mix it all yeah, up, and yeah, we yeah. go, "What do we come up with?
1: What do we got?" And no, because the computer's gonna go. Humans are stupid. You guys are aft. <laughs> yeah, I realize that, but yeah. th- we still have bras on our heads. Yeah, yeah. in this scenario. nice bras, but you guys are toast. <laughs> Yeah, for sure, dude. We're the worst. A buddy of mine's got a a pretty good... He thinks it's radical. I don't. He's got an idea that he says, listen, for the next... I say
0: tubular. He says radical.
1: Yeah, he goes uh, uh, bossa nova, he says. And I was like, oh, this is this guy. Uh, The next two generations, my buddy Debo says, the next two generations, you're not allowed to make a baby with your same race. So if you want to get married, you want to have a baby... You can't if they're the same color as you. For two generations. We have a problem with the government telling people they
0: can't no, congregate. Dude, no, in- dude, listen, it's going to be easy. You come okay. in with tanks,
1: whatever it takes, but you only date and procreate with someone outside of your race. Within two generations, that gives you a fairly good head start to Can this- we start that now? Yes. How would my wife feel about this? Um, Is there a cutoff, you're asking? I, there better not be. Well you've already you guys have already made one to replace the two of you. Right. So if you you could then be like, you wanna submit yourself to this contest or not? I mean it's for the greater good. Yeah, yeah. I think you should. I mean, listen, the answer is yes. Science. Boom. You, you're gonna need to find a super I mean, happy science. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only way is if you uh make a baby with a Colombian. Yes. So you do that for two generations, everybody become all the crayons are brown. It's all muddled. It's all mixed, and I don't mean a German having a baby with a Polish. Does everybody Let's have not to wait be till stupid. our grandparents are dead for this to, to be okay. No, they need to watch. <laughs> yeah, so for two generations, you only procreate with somebody who's very different than you. Mm-hmm. Everybody's a brown crayon. Yeah, you'd still have tribalism, but you wouldn't be like, "Hey, you're a different skin tone. We're all kind of brownish." now. right? You do realize my that grandkids with darker are darker skin tone.
0: Lighter skin tone are still racist against people of their own race with darker skin tone. I realize
1: it. So that's just but crazy. It's not not worth trying. <laughs> I got I got I got another buddy who's from like uh, with Thailand or whatever. I think you're showing out at this point. You have two friends. Yeah, I got two. No, you know, all one's buddies. Asian. <laughs> oh, no, the other one's white. He's okay. a white guy that had this idea. Okay, so I got one friend. But yeah. You like okay if, if you work outside, you have darker skin mm-hmm. because you, the sun gets on you, you're a lesser in some Asian mm-hmm. populations, right? So, I mean, there's 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 the you're always gonna there's always gonna be tribalism and judgment between its own, right? Affluent, not affluent, but it's a stepping stone if everyone's a brown crayon. Can we I thought agree... it was a really good idea, I liked it a lot.
0: Can we agree that people that drive with dogs on their laps? Have to go. We can all agree. Yeah, as Regardless, long as we
1: make sure the part that I get a Brazilian is 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 in a ink. wax or a person, a wax in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want us all to be. If brown- you get a
0: Brazilian, then you can have a Brazilian. I want
1: us all to be brown crayons. After I find my soulmate in Lebanon. Now it's Lebanon, huh? I don't know what Shakira's part half Lebanese dude, so I was sold.
0: Which half? It's the best half. <laughs>
1: I saw I
0: saw (laughs) somebody again today, and it just it lit it lit. I had a a visceral reaction, two different two times in one week. First time was uh, or excuse me in a week's time last week on like Friday, I saw an older man driving with what I believe to be like a a Maltese or something on his lap, and a dog was. 97% ninety seven percent out the driver's window while this guy was driving with like the boxed out blue locker glasses yeah, over his glasses. A dog wearing goggles, Completely bro. Emb- oblivious to the fact that if he were to get in a car accident, his uh the dog would be smooshed between the airbag and this guy's uh
1: Dude,
0: frail chest cavity. Protest something how
1: many dogs fly out windows a year? Not enough. Clearly, to... to, to
0: <laughs> not to, enough.
1: Well, I'm just saying... I was like, going to say too many. To I honest, don't understand I
0: how this... How many people die of shark attacks a year? I mean, not that many, I right? go not
1: enough on that one.
0: Yet, we're all terrified and cognizant of the fact anytime we get in the ocean, it's if a very good If we could put a couple sharks
1: in Munster and just work this out. I'm just saying... It
0: doesn't happen that often. It doesn't happen that very often that no. that people get struck by lightning. But we all know not to go under a tree Imagine during if a lightning storm.
1: Really wanted to. Up How
0: that is it that nobody knows not to drive with a goddamn dog on your lap? Yeah. And uh, dog lovers, what if you're a real dog lover? Why would you do that? Hey, oh, dog likes uh, to look
1: out the window. Guess what? A lot of people like to do a lot of things. Hate to convince your dog, but in front <laughs> of you, there's this this thing that you need to steal the car with. Right. So if if fido's there, it's a problem. I have I have I do I uh, tailgate people, I'm in a hurry. I'm trying to get somewhere. If you got your dog on your lap and he's in, he's, in, he's right in between you and which direction you're going? Not nah, dude. Honestly, nah. have you seen these people with the dogs ninety 90- four? five percent
0: out of the car like i don't even know how they're still in the car
1: i thought seriously about being like i'd like to pet your dog and then just getting a neck (laughs) grabbing it by the car and just driving
0: off with the thing straight neck
1: i feel like those or i steal it and i go we're going to a happier home one where we don't put you on our lap
0: i feel like those people uh don't love animals i'm sorry i'm just telling you these PETA people where are you right now they love having animals on their lap but they don't love animals I just I I feel like it's been a long time since we've seen a PETA uprising. You know why that animal's leaning so far out the window? It
1: can't. Yeah. wait. it can't wait for this <laughs> whole experiment to be over. Oh my god,
0: that's why. Did like you, if you have an order like
1: that, you're just like leaning out and you're just going like, please, please fall asleep at the wheel.
0: Nobody heard from Andy Melanakis in 15 years, <laughs> but yet he, yet he put out the best tweet that was written during this entire pandemic. If really? you saw it and said. Uh, congratulations to the two astronauts who left the planet yesterday. It was like <laughs> nice. Absolutely one hundred percent the most poignant and realistically yeah satiristic whatever, you, you know, tweet. It. You it's like, it. hey, you won Twitter, buddy.
1: You made it. You made it. Uh, worked
0: out, worked out. So I
1: think about that every time people go like defund the police. I said this on Twitter the other day. It's something like like teachers have to buy their own supplies, which by the way is it sucks. They shouldn't have to. Yeah. Like, well,
0: do they? Because I send my teacher nine boxes of Kleenex, no, 47 I... <laughs> unsharpened pencils, three <laughs> three things of glue. <laughs> so I don't want to hear this about every they buy their own shit. What are they buying?
1: Every $350 worth of shit I got to put in boxes. Right. And then, send, which by the way, stop blowing your nose, kids. What the dude, what's up? I tell stop my, my daughter
0: nose. every year I go, I need to count. I need to know how many clips you went up or dropped every day and then how many Kleenexes you used because we need to yeah. balance this out. Yeah. If you you
1: know if you're not using them, I'm sorry. I hope you smuggled in a Capri Sun, spilled it, and then sopped it up with the Kleenexes Look, I bought.
0: The rest of America is worried about whether or not they're going to be able to wipe their
1: ass. Yet teachers have seven thousand boxes of yeah. Kleenex. They're not worried about it. I, I mean, I have a bidet, thankfully, but but still, <laughs> but I have to use normal. No, but I always hear about. It's true because we send a bunch of stuff there, but but teachers are not paid enough. I I this is my opinion. You can go to hell. I don't think they're paid enough, and I, especially the good ones. Like they're they're fucking great. Like, and they have to buy their own stuff. That's not cool. But uh, but they go defund the police because you guys got tanks, and the, the teachers don't have pencils. And then I think about Jeff Bezos's comment when he goes, "I have so much money, I don't know where to put it, so I'm gonna buy some rockets and shit and send them <laughs> into space." Like he was basically like, "There's like if I invest a one percent of my money." There's no way I can spend it fast enough. So I have to send stuff to Mars. And then I go, well, I mean... There's a few things you could spend it on. Yeah, and there's I'll tell few, you one one major There's thing, a few, bro. A magnet. Like the Klein Avenue Bridge. You could start there and then I would name my baby Amazon.
0: I would start there too because I got this magnet and I've been magnet fishing.
1: Yeah, dude. It's it's the greatest, dude. Even, I gotta
0: What I gotta, are we, gotta, we doing but, talking about stupid shit? You've been uh, magnet fishing? I've been magnet fishing. What did you get? I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna <laughs> save it. If, here's the thing. You get on Snapchat this, because I share my, I share my magnet treasures. Uh I I pulled some I don't sh- have Snapchat. Over by your house off a white it. oak, I pulled off that bridge that leads the, from the the park off a of white oak into that neighborhood.
1: There's by a little the soccer field section?
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh I pulled some tools out of the uh out of the uh the creek there. Why are we talking about protesters? We can talk about what you're shit. Dude. What kind of tools that you could use? Yeah. Tools that I can use. And we found some pliers at the at the at the park in your t- in Munster. Any bodies full of staples? No. Nobody's full of staples. Not yet, but I I, I found a pack of uh, twelve fish hooks. So then I used those to go fishing with. God dang it! dude. It like free. It's like free.
1: Who's mag? Who who's magnet fishing with you? My kids. You you bring them. You like we're not going to get any fish Last today. Last Sunday I took we're my going, son. We're going. We're going sludge hunting. Last like, Sunday I took you my son. Them. This
0: Sunday I took my daughter, and they're all about it. What do you say to them? Like, hey, here's like, what let's I hope. magnet ho- fish. But, but,
1: but you say, here's what I hope we get, and then you say, here's what it is. You what know, it is. everybody hopes we get a gun?
0: Okay. We I mean, we hope we get a bad guy's gun. Is it weird that I was
1: hoping for just a body attached to
0: metal, like somebody's belt buckle? <laughs> yeah, dude. With like. <laughs> No, you cut like, the, a like a hipster with that's a like lip ring? When, that's like you when you're fishing and, and you catch a duck or a turtle, you just cut the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you get not something, you got worried getting that thing go, off. I don't know how to. How yeah. do you remove the hook?
1: Uh, yeah, clip, exactly. clip it.
0: <laughs> Good luck to you, my friend. <laughs>
1: Especially uh, me. That's, I'm eight, eight, eight pages through complete idiot's guide to fishing.
0: That is episode <laughs> 251 of the Hey My Man podcast. We'll come back next time, and I promise you, We'll talk about magnet fishing. We'll have some jokes, huh? We'll talk about magnet fishing. Forget the jokes.
2: That's why you It's a place to be